0: Good evening. It's Matt. Welcome to True Sleep, second episode of this podcast experiment I'm trying. I really appreciate you listening. I did the first episode. I recorded it in my daughter's bedroom while the kids clambered around the house. And then that very night, I could not sleep, believe it or not. And I uh, tried to listen to my own True Sleep podcast. I thought it would be a good test run and learned a couple of things maybe that will help It to be better. Uh, It was a brutal night. I didn't sleep for hours and hours. And maybe you're having a night like that tonight. And so I'm going to try to help. I want to help people like me who have often struggled to sleep. Christians who want to meditate in their hearts upon their bed and be still, as Psalms 4.4 puts it. And as Christians, we want to meditate not by emptying our minds, but by filling our minds with Scripture And so I have a scripture I'm going to read, and I'm going to prompt you with some things to think about and meditate on, just based on that text of scripture, not my own thoughts. Those aren't really all that helpful, but based on God's Word and pray for you. And I'm hoping that that will bless you with a peaceful night of sleep and also be edifying and spiritually enriching at the same time. So for episode two, I'm going to read Job chapter one, verse one. You might be wondering why I'm jumping from Genesis 1-1 to Job 1-1. One of the things that I want to do with this podcast is give some scriptures from the different genres of scripture. So Genesis 1-1 is the beginning. It's the beginning of the history recorded in the Bible. Job begins a series of books that are referred to as wisdom literature. And so I'm going to read some from Job over the course of the podcast. And tonight is Job one, And I'm just going to read that first verse. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright. One who feared God and turned away from evil. Job is presented in these first verses as an innocent man. And he's presented that way. It sets up the rest of the book of Job in which he is going to suffer dramatically. If you're familiar with Job, you know that he suffers intensely. And the whole point of it is he is not suffering because of evil that he has done. The Bible does not teach karma. Uh, It does teach consequences of our sin. And sometimes our sin does lead to painful suffering. Uh, But not all suffering is born of our sin. And so here we get this introduction to Job. And we see two characteristics and two activities that describe him as an innocent man. And that's what I think it would be good for us to think about tonight as we try to go to sleep. Before we do, though, I would just want to think about suffering with you. Um, it might be that you're struggling to sleep because you are suffering. Your sleeplessness itself might be suffering, but you may have some other suffering going on in your life. And that's the first thing maybe we should think about is just to clarify in our minds, what is the suffering that we're contending with? We can hustle and bustle through each day and week and month and accumulate heavy loads of suffering and never process it and never bring it before the Lord with any clear prayer or supplication or anything like that. And now's a good time to do that as you're laying in bed trying to go to sleep. Job lost loved ones. He lost his wealth, his livelihood. He lost his health, his physical health. So what suffering are you experiencing in your life right now? Just going to give you a little bit of time to think about it. Try to specifically name the suffering that you have going on in your life right now and talk to God about each element. Maybe there's just one thing, or maybe there's three things. But maybe you haven't talked to God about these things yet in prayer. So just isolate each one and talk to God in prayer just in your mind as you're lying there going to sleep. If this suffering that comes to mind is a result of sin, if these are consequences, then confess those sins to God and ask Him for the ability to repent of those sins and receive the mercy and grace that He offers you through Jesus Christ. Christianity is about sinners being forgiven and made new. So there's no condemnation for you if you are in Christ Jesus. There is forgiveness and love and mercy, and He'll help you to repent. If the suffering that's coming to mind is not as a consequence to sin just a result of this fallen world and the suffering common to man. It's a good chance to express to God in prayer how you're feeling and what you need. He's a good Father, and He wants to hear from you in your suffering, and He wants to comfort you. He is the comforter. It's a good chance to turn these things over to Him, trusting in His good purposes beneath this suffering. If you're a Christian, you probably know Romans eight twenty-eight. We know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purposes. So just renew your faith in prayer that He has good purposes at work. He can give you just some time to think about those things and pray about those things. You can continue to talk to God about these things as you listen to me, but let's go ahead and look at these four aspects of Job's innocence, his his innocent character in Job 1.1. I want to remind you of the good news first, though, lest you be confused and think that you're not measuring up, because you're not going to be as innocent as Job is presented here because none of us are. The good news of Christianity is not, hey, here is a list of rules for you to follow, and if you can achieve them, then God will love you. It's the diagnosis that you have failed to achieve God's perfect laws, but Jesus achieved them for you, and He died on the cross in payment for your sins so that you could be forgiven and so that your debts could be paid, and so that you could be made right with God based on Jesus' perfection. And so everybody who will confess their sin to God and repent and turn away from that life and receive that forgiveness that Jesus paid for on the cross and believe in Jesus and His resurrection, that He is alive and that He is the Lord, is saved and forgiven and embraced by God and fully accepted by God, And so as you're falling asleep and we think together about these things, don't feel pressure. These are meant to help us evaluate our growth as Christians, help us to see how glorious Jesus is for His forgiveness, and help us to keep in mind where we're headed. This is who we're becoming as Christians. We're declared innocent in God's eyes, and we're daily becoming innocent in actual practice. So the verse says there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job and that man was blameless. So the first characteristic is blamelessness. This is the quality of being morally complete and perfect and sound and wholesome. So take a few minutes here, a few moments and think back over the day that you just lived. I'm assuming it's nighttime and you're, lying in bed. So think back over the day. Were you blameless today or were you blameworthy? Think back over your conversations, your priorities, how you handled your money, how you carried yourself at work, decisions. Just start thinking back to this morning and mentally just sort of relive your day asking the question was I blameless today or is there something blameworthy about how I live today if anything has come to mind that was not blameless today, take the time now before God to repent of that and receive God's grace through Jesus Christ. And Like Jesus says in the gospel, go and sin no more. Just talk to God about it, receive that forgiveness afresh through Jesus and ask for the grace and the spiritual power to repent and to either make it right tomorrow or do better tomorrow and express gratitude to God for His gracious love. Remember, if you are a Christian, if you are one who trusts in Jesus for forgiveness and follows Jesus as your Lord, you are blameless in God's sight because when he looks at you, he sees Jesus' blamelessness. And your blame is as removed from you as far as the East is from the West. And when we go through self-evaluation like this, we are becoming who we already are. In Jesus Christ. So Job was blameless and upright. Upright is another characteristic of an innocent person. It just means straight, on the straight and narrow, no crooked or wicked, tricky, secret, hidden, crafty ways, no deviousness, just straight it uh, kind of has the idea of honesty in your dealings with people. So again, just scan back over your day and evaluate your life today. Was this an upright day? if the Holy Spirit's bringing anything to mind and convicting you of any crookedness in your dealings today, take some time to talk to God about that and confess and repent and receive that mercy and grace through Jesus Christ. Job was blameless and upright, one who feared God. One who feared God. This is the idea of reverence. Uh, But it does have the idea of fear. It actually is kind of literally, it's the idea of terror. Uh, Remembering that God is God and we are his creatures. He is our creator. He has awesome, unfathomable power and complete holiness. And he is a fearsome and incredible God, way bigger than we tend to think of him. So it's the idea of reverence with all that built in. The opposite would be irreverence or taking him lightly. It might not be actively speaking against him or anything like that. It might just be disregarding him. So let's scan back over our day once again. Should be coming to mind a little more quickly now because we've already scanned it twice. Did you live today in the fear of God, in the fear of the Lord? It might be as we think about these characteristics of an innocent person that you see progress in your life. So, I have, um, I strongly suspect that you, like me, as you think back over your day, you do see some blameworthiness and some crookedness and some lack of the fear of the Lord. And you do see imperfections there because we're not fully sanctified yet. But you might see progress that's something to thank God for in prayer. You may see as you think back over today that you were more blameless today than you were this time last year or the year before. Take some time to praise God and thank him for that. Job was blameless and upright, one who feared God, and finally turned away from evil. That's the last of our four characteristics we're going to think about. Job turned away from evil. When he came upon evil, some evil opportunity or something he could indulge in, he turned away rather than toward it. So think back over your day once more, your morning, your afternoon, your evening, nighttime, we come upon evil in this world through the internet and media and conversations and it's all around, how did you respond to the evil you encountered today? Did you turn away from it or did you turn toward it? want to encourage you anything that came to mind as you thought back over your day that might be troubling your conscience or just sitting a little uneasy in your spirit just gather that up and specifically in prayer just hand that over to God like a little child to his father and just say you know father I, I did this I went wrong today in this way and i don't I don't like that I don't want To do that, I I confess that it is sin. It goes against you and your ways. It goes against this person or that, whoever may have been involved. And so based on Jesus' death on the cross, I just ask for your forgiveness and I ask also, also for the Holy Spirit to empower me to repent and to turn away from that and to grow and to go and sin no more. It is really good to be a Christian, to not just have to distract ourselves from a troubled conscience or justify ourselves or compare ourselves to those who maybe are a little bit morally worse than we are, but to be able to honestly just come before God completely open and humble, transparent in front of Him because He knows us deep down to the bottoms of our hearts anyway. And based on Jesus' death on the cross for us, know that we are going to receive forgiveness and mercy and grace and complete cleansing and embrace from the Father. It's just so good to be a Christian. I hope that you are a Christian. I sort of assume that you are because you're choosing to listen to a Scripture meditation podcast to help you go to sleep. But if you're not, and this sounds good to you, which it ought to, because it is genuinely good. It's so good. I would encourage you to, as soon as you can, get in touch with the, the nearest Christian that you know and ask for them to just give you some guidance how to trust and follow Jesus and receive this forgiveness and this mercy and this grace. You need it, just like I need it. All right, and finally, we want to think about tomorrow a little bit. This actually helps me uh, if I'm feeling restless to, after I've sort of scanned through the day that I've just lived, to scan through the day I'm about to live the next day. Often I don't get far in my mind beyond breakfast time, and I'm asleep. But think about tomorrow, and in your mind, Mentally go through each step of the day you're going to live tomorrow, at least the things you know about. So you'll get up, you'll have your morning routine, you'll eat breakfast, you'll go to work, or you'll help the kids with school, or you'll do your classwork, or whatever it might be. Lunch, whatever you're going to be doing in the afternoon, think about your late afternoon, evening, nighttime. When I'm done talking here in just a second, scan over tomorrow. And just pray over each element and ask for God to enable you by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit living within you to live tomorrow blamelessly, upright, in the fear of God, and turning away from evil. You might be too sleepy to remember all four of those, so let's just focus on that first one, blameless. Just think through each next step of your day. And ask for God to help you to go about that blamelessly for his glory, for the good of all the people that you'll be around. And for your own good, because that's the way you're meant to live. And as you're thinking about all that, I'll just wish you a good night. And I want to pray for you. Father, thank you for the privilege of speaking to my brother and my sister in Christ who's listening to this. Thank you for your word. Please bless this individual with good sleep tonight. Clear conscience, restful, peaceful heart, just resting deep in your forgiveness and love for them through Jesus Christ. Help them to use their their last bit of brain power to think about their next day and prayerfully submit themselves to you. And I pray that you would enable them to live blamelessly tomorrow. I pray that for myself, too, because we want to glorify you, and we know that's how we were meant to live. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Think about tomorrow. Ask God to help you live each step blamelessly, and good night.